0: Hello, welcome to Down to Earth. My name is Jo and this is my podcast. How are we doing? It's the 19th of August here, in the year of our what the fuck, 2020, and I had been planning, and I'm still planning, to put out a podcast around the full moon and the new moon, because this post-menopausal woman only cycles around with the moon these days and that feels good that feels right and then yesterday I got ready to record and I just was not in the mood something was well off I've had two weeks of well longer I've had months luckily for me of enjoying the sun and being outside and just being so happy and blissed out and relaxed and I was all ready to go with these lovely vibes And then the weather changed. Wet and windy, cold, mud. (laughs) And it kind of broke the mood and I was all scratchy and I put it down to the new moon or the dark moon or whatever. I'm a bit confused about all that. But I think the reality may be a little bit more mundane. For the past four years since we took our daughter out of school, we as a family have run to a very relaxed routine. We don't set alarms. We wake up when we're ready. We go to bed when we're ready. We eat whenever we feel like we're hungry. You know, my partner works from home. He does his own schedule. And we just do things in our own time. And we've got very used to that. And it feels very good. That's all part of... I said last time that one of my leading values is freedom. That feels very much like freedom for me. And I enjoy it. It's not necessarily the most productive... But it has eased all of us, my daughter's anxiety in particular. Now, this week, change has started because she's off doing a theatre workshop every day and she needs to be there at half past eight in the morning. And like me, she likes lots of time before she goes out. So we're getting up really early and suddenly we have to be places and do things at a certain time and be organised and run by other people's timetables, which sadly, is life for a lot of us and will probably be for her for at least a good few years. So it's essential that we learn how to do this again. And I've been getting her up a little bit earlier every day, gradually getting her used to it. She's dealing with it just fine. I, however, am feeling decidedly prickly, and I think that might be it. I think that's the truth of it. But the adjustment is good because she's starting college soon. And although it's only part-time, We'll have to be off and out of the house three, maybe four days a week. And it's such a good thing. I'm proud of her. I'm excited for her that she's now in a place where she wants to be out and in a learning environment with her peers. And she's ready for it. It's so good. But other people's timetables. Oh, man. <laughs> and of course, because of COVID, I have no idea what that actually looks like. yet. Yeah, it's meant to start in 10 days. Not a clue. Anyway, so that's the background of why I didn't record yesterday. What a long story that was. Shall I just edit it all out? Very probably. But anyway, I was scratchy, not in the right place. Today's better. As I say, freedom is one of my leading values. And I've been working on defining those values a lot over the years. And more recently, as life has entered a new phase, I need to or want to Give myself some, you know, give myself a North Star to aim for. And my three leading values are freedom, beauty and love. That's my top line. There's another four at the next level because I don't do well with, <laughs> with limiting myself in this way. There's lots of things that matter to me. So, um, yeah, but those are my top three. And I had to settle sit with those for a while because I kind of felt they should have been more worthy. You know, Where's the activism? Where's the changing the world? I've got to be honest, that's what they are. And being in alignment with those values is what I wanted to talk about this week. It's very much a continuation of the last one. And because the theme is kind of alignment, (laughs) the fact that I was so out of alignment with all of it yesterday, that's why. That's the short version of why I didn't record it. But just as the moon aligns with the sun and the earth, putting us into this dark seed sowing mode, it feels right to talk about this now. Anyway, I've been following or practicing a guided meditation, my favourite kind, for some weeks now. I thought, knowing me and my squirrel mind, that I would manage three or four days doing the same thing, that I would need to switch it up. And the teacher suggests that we do 40 days minimum I know that I will definitely do that, if not more. Because actually, each day has been a richer experience. I meditate in the morning, outdoors. There's only been one day where I've wobbled a bit with my focus. I did it, but I was a little bit thinking about shopping lists. But I brought myself back again and again. But otherwise, it's been quite amazing and I've gained insight each time the meditation itself is quite simple wording quite a simple concept but where I've gone with that each time has been deeper and richer do I keep saying deep and rich that's kind of the theme of this at the end of the meditation which is 25 minutes I am relaxed and open and so I stay in it I continue my current feel for the divine firstly that there is one <laughs> uh secondly my feel for the divine is as the goddess that's how it embodies for me at the moment and i continue in my relaxed and open state to talk with her or just feel our connection i've found that she embodies a perfect note or if you like Colour or vibration or whatever. And if I align with that fully, I am flooded with her light. That's the only way I can put it. If I'm a bit out, it doesn't work quite so well. I need to be fully in alignment. And I've been a bit out practically all my life. Certainly most of it. So how do I align? I embody and feel deep into those values of freedom, beauty and love. I sit in them. I become them. I embody them. I feel them in my cells. And for me, this means visualising and almost actually experiencing their fullest expression. I know visualisation is something that some people struggle with and some people find easy. I'm at the easy end. And so I can be somewhere else, doing something else very quickly. I'm willing to bet that actually doing these things, actually acting out freedom, beauty, love, also puts me into full alignment. But I'm not quite there yet with my focus. I think I'd be too distracted. You know when, I don't know if you've ever trained a dog, but the (laughs) the concept is that you train them initially in a place where there's no distraction. And once they're really solid, you take them to somewhere Else, where there's more smells, where there may possibly be a dog walking past in the distance and you put them into higher and higher levels of distraction. I'm still in that empty room focusing on my meditation. I'm not ready to go out into the field with lots of other dogs and do it yet. One day I will. And what would it look like? What would that place be? Where how could I, here comes that phrase, hold that space in the real world? And this is a development from the last podcast I did, it's it's fine-tuning how I'm seeing it more clearly. And at the moment, it looks not like a temple. Temple was my nearest word. It's sanctuary. It's a beautiful retreat. Because in my meditation and visualisation and conversation with my goddess, I open my eyes to see a circle of women who are so relaxed, so happy, so free in that moment that they're just lit up and it makes my heart just explode. I would love to facilitate that. I would love to be part of that circle just to enable it and and hold that space. This is not spiritual bypassing. I had a few days where I was thinking, oh, watch out, watch out. You're just looking away. You can't look away. I'm not. The world is in chaos, let's face it. It has been for a long, long time. 2020 appears to just have been a bit of a peak for that. There's so much change coming. Some of it is good, and that will take focus and hard work. Some of it will be bad, and that will require resistance. We're all needed to play some kind of role in that, whatever it looks like. And I genuinely believe that we do better if we have some respite and some rest, if we have sanctuary. And I think that's my thing. I think that somehow I can create that space and I'll talk about my experience with that and why I believe that it's my thing another time, but this is just where I am today. It may be one day in a real place, I hope so, but also I want to develop ways that we can do it within ourselves this is not new I know I'm far from the first person people have been doing this for thousands of years but I think it's my thing and like I say it's tempting for me to go yes but you need to be campaigning and uh, an activist and changing the world and saving all the people and the dogs and the things and I don't think that's where I fit and I've had to deal with that and I'm coming into a place of comfort with it and not be ashamed of it And recognise that, yes, the world can be a really hard place and there's lots to be done. And I also am a completely normal person with a family and bills and shopping to do and the garden to look after and dogs to feed and family shit going on. You know, we all have these things. I'm just a normal person, but I believe we can find time for sanctuary, either for a week at some point in the year, or for 15 minutes in a day. I know that it makes a vast difference. I know how healing it is. And I now accept that this is part of what I can do. It's part of what I can offer. It's what I want to do for myself, as well as for other people. And that it has value, that it's important, that we need it. The idea excites me. When I visualise it, I resonate with her vibration, there's a capital H on that her, with her vibration that she has for me, anyway. I attune to her note for me, and I feel the flow of her energy. Just as we'll always have a dark moon and the sun, so we can have the hard confronting discomfort of change and the restful bliss of freedom, beauty and love. As with everything, we start with ourselves, so I'm creating my own sanctuary first. But I do want to share. I want to put together something, resources, inspiration, to help you feel that you've had time in your sanctuary too. Or mine. You're very welcome. This new moon, this black moon, is the right time to be vulnerable and talk about this, I think. So that's why I'm doing this. I don't want to be afraid of ridicule or being misunderstood. My focus is now on my alignment with my higher power because I have felt the difference. I have felt how important that is. Not other people's opinions. Not even the good ones. And that's not bypassing. That's knowing the source of my strength and my readiness, my power and my effectiveness. And that this is important stuff. Even when I'm just doing it for myself, I am important too. You are important too. I've got so much more to say about this. I could go on and on, but I'm kind of repeating myself at the moment because it's a work in progress, like me, like us. So that's the podcast this time. I hope it finds you well and ready for your season change, whichever way you're going, whichever hemisphere you're in. I will be back for the full moon. And until then, be well, be loved. Thank you, as always. For your time and your attention. I'm very grateful. See you later. Bye.